Ashley, we're starting. <laughs> In three, two, one. Welcome back, everyone. Uh, this is Trauma and Trash. I'm Ashley. I'm Steve. I don't know. Hey, guys, uh, congratulations to us. This is going to be our 11th episode. Oh, yeah, because we forgot to do something for the 10th. Yeah, so this yeah. is our 11th episode. <laughs> Virtual high five. Woo. That looked a little molesty, but I'll take it. We were just talking about the boy in the walls who wanted to rape his step... Not, not babysitter, babysitter, not a stepsister. Or stepmom. <laughs> I don't know. Like, whatever. It would, it would fall in line with, with us. Oh, yeah, yeah. And just to, like, give an example of, like, where... That was great. I hope the recording caught that. Just to just, like, give an example of how... It's not... <laughs> how unhealthy we are it's my turn this week um just like listen fun fact if nothing is being digested in your body it comes out neon green really it's bile oh yeah yeah oh you're talking vomit i thought you were talking like things that you ingested like food particles because because blueberries always come out well everything's black but then they're yeah nope nope i'm talking not from the vomit okay didn't vomit google everybody (laughs) anywho (laughs) we're gonna get right into it this week um Oh, it's like when I went to go get my hair dyed because I am now platinum. And that's sexy. And the hairdresser's roommate was talking about how he'd had jalapenos the night before, but apparently he wasn't digesting the jalapenos. So they were coming out as like chunks of jalapeno. And he was talking about, hey, if anybody gets up there tonight, they're going to get jalapeno on their dick. That sounds traumatizing for everyone involved. Exactly. Because again, why do we have capsaicin receptors on our asses? You know, you keep saying that, but not to, not to brag. <laughs> I've never had that problem. <laughs> Just she can handle a spicy meatball. <laughs> oh, how can I? <laughs> 11 episodes in and we cannot stop ourselves talking about shit. This is how you know we're friends. Oh God! Oh, I promise this will not become a shit podcast. Like a, so we're just gonna get right into it. So this week, the movie we watched, we watched Puppet Master: The Littlest Reich from 2018. Yes. Uh, per usual, and mm-hmm. I'm gonna both of us. Uh, neither one of us looked up anything about the Puppet Master series. Nope. Okay, so I do know a few things off the top of my head. Um, Obviously, you can do a little Google search on your own. Mm -hmm. So, Puppet Master is produced by Full Moon Productions, and they are known for making some pretty uh, schlocky horror films. Which, honestly, I felt this was not pure schlock. I mean... It, it had those elements in there, but it was a good, entertaining movie. I was, I was entertained. Yeah, Mr. no, they, this one was, um, this one was really good. But, like, they're known for doing things like, um, 
They did subspecies, which if anybody knows that, it's a kind of sexy vampire movie. Obviously, I've seen it a few times. (laughs) Was that... That wasn't the one with the lesbians that you accidentally like froze and then zoomed in. No, no, no. That's the hunger. Okay. That's the hunger. I watched it because I wanted to see David Bowie. You don't see him that long. And then you just see a lot of like lesbians. (laughs) Which, you know, there's nothing wrong about that except when your mom sees it and you're still in high school. And it's just my mom, my bless her. (laughs) She dealt with so much. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Yes. So Full Moon is known for all of these kind of like, and and as like the 90s set in, I think they're the ones that produced um, Ginger Dead Man, which has Gary Busey playing a psychotic gingerbread man. It is ridiculous. Oh, that that just warmed all the cockles of my heart. As it should. I mean, it's... It's something I recommend watching it. It's ridiculous. Um, so Puppet Master, there's a lot of them. Um, there's there's a lot of them. It just started off as like, oh, Puppet Master, and then I they've made I think maybe ten movies at this point. Oh damn! It's something ridiculous. That's, um, that's a lot of puppets. Yeah, like there's a Puppet Masters movie with um, Greg Sestero from The Room. Hmm. He's like the main character in one of them. Um, I know that when we were in high school, I don't know if you were there. When we were in high school, um, we went over to a friend's house. I think you might have been there. Went over to a friend's house because there was going to be a new playing of a Puppet Master movie. It was like Puppet Master versus Demonic Toys, maybe. Does that sound familiar? There is like the fuzziest inklings. And, And Corey Feldman plays an old man who makes toys like i said fuzzy but possibly there yeah i don't quite remember the movie but i do remember that little nugget because Corey feldman is a podcast all on its own (laughs) so i had heard of this one um because obviously it's the newest one um but i heard about it just like through the grapevine and how kind of um in your face it was and it certainly is oh okay so it's it's slightly also so we watched it the same night but then you turned into a volcano oh no 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 no. i watched it this monday oh okay so you watched it a week after i did yeah (laughs) okay and never mind we we both watched it with our respective people yes yes we did i convinced tyler to watch this with me Mm -hmm. yeah and sky dubiously was like okay let's do this and how did Sky feel about this movie? Actually, well, we had tacos during it. Okay, nice. Yeah. Yes, you should. <laughs> Which were delicious. And yeah, I think, was it after the point where the puppet crawls up the pregnant woman's vagina and like busts its way out of her stomach, cradling her fetus before yeah. just looking straight into the camera? That's when we decided to go round two for tacos goes so i'd say he handled it pretty well (laughs) you know that's the only point in the movie where i made a face similar to what you just saw yeah that was the i think i think the taco break was a hey let's let's pause and reflect yeah no i understand (laughs) i don't think tyler was overly impressed with it he was excited there were so many boobs 
there were a lot more boobs than I was expecting. A lot of boobs. But you know what? I like that when they're done in a good horror movie or in a, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. Not quite so in your face just to be there. Like the new Jason where she's under the boardwalk and then it just goes stab tits. So. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I need a reason for titties. Exactly. And and there were reasons for these boobs. They gave me reasons. So we start out in this movie in Texas in 1989. We're in a bar. We have a lovely bartender. Uh, she's talking to some girl behind the counter. Udo Kier comes walking in. I don't know what his name is in the movie. His name in real life is Udo Kier. You need a creepy man? Do you have a movie? <laughs> Udo Kier just magically appears and he's like, I am here. That seems about right because his character was giving me very, again, Raiders of the Lost Ark. That dude that got the thing, like the medallion burned into his Oh, hand. yeah, 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 yeah. With the, like, the- and then ends up melting at the end with everything too. Spoiler alert, don't open the Ark of the Covenant. Don't do it. Or close your eyes if you do. Yeah, yeah. I still want to go to that one church in Ethiopia that allegedly has it, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because it's, like, guarded and only one person can go in. And I kind of just want to, like, just to bust my way in there. Just to see. I mean, it's probably interesting. Is it a thing? Is it a scam they've been running for all these centuries? Who knows? I don't know. People probably believe it. But there's no art here. No, there is there is no arc in this movie. <laughs> I was going to try to do something with that, and it didn't work. So Udo Kier comes walking in, like, in full, like, I have my window open. Can I say Nazi? I just very, very lowly, I believe. <laughs> yes. No, but he looks full-on creepy. He has, like, a, mm-hmm. what are those called? A duster, a leather duster jacket? Yeah, like a... And a hat on. He's got, like, he just looks creepy. So he sits down. All he wants is a fucking, like, soda water. He's Mm -hmm. implying that, um, oh, you're the bartender. Do you offer other services? Like, he's just being fucking fucking creepy. Right. And then the bartender and the gal who she was talking to, they're like, okay, screw this guy. So, So that he doesn't get the wrong idea about us, they go and they start, like, not heavy making out, but making out enough in front of him to be like, um, yeah, back off because you are barking up clearly the wrong trees. And this makes Nazi dude go, ugh, and then he leaves. Yeah, so it's like, okay, great, he's done. Obviously, the bartender shift is over. Her and her girlfriend are driving home. And one of them is like, I think we should do it. I think we should have babies. And she's like, oh my God, really? So they're having like this beautiful conversation. And then Uh all of a sudden, I don't know exactly what happens, but- Yeah, it happens real quick. Yeah, it does. It happens very, very quick. The hood of the car pops up. Obviously something hits through the window, decapitates the bartender. Mm -hmm. The car- I mean, you don't see the whole thing. The car hits a tree. The other girl is dead. So both of these women are now dead. We see Udo Kier in a stone mausoleum. Yes. We don't quite know that's what it is, but it kind of looks 
like it. And there's mm-hmm. all of these like little pokey, proddy things. There's electricity. He's screaming. He's like, puppets, come to me. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, we see what looks like a really big like plantation style house. Mm-hmm. Cops are being called in there. The cops go in. You hear gunshots. That's it with that. Ta-da. Yeah. And then it goes to the opening credits, which, again, very well done in a kind of, and I am blanking on Sin City. There we go. In a kind of Sin City style of animation way of showing what you learn later is the backstory to how the puppets came to be. Yeah. And what I thought was really interesting was that Usually when you get a shitty horror movie, there's a lot of, like, talking exposition. Like, oh, mm-hmm. my God, Maurice, didn't you know that this was the house where the people were dead? Oh, no. <laughs> I think this is how you kill them, Maurice. <laughs> That's what you get in a shitty horror movie. The baguettes, hurry up. Fun fact, every time we go into a tiny village, I start humming that song. <laughs> every time. <laughs> Oh, that's great. Yeah, it's fun. It's, I highly recommend <laughs> it. But what was interesting with this movie is that while we did get backstory, we did get exposition, it was done in such a natural way. Yeah, it really was. Like, it honestly is very well put together. Yeah, yeah. So we, we meet Eddie. Is that his name? I believe so. He's also in Reno 911 as yes. one of the cops there. He's the cop with the short shorts. Uh-huh. Yeah. So we yeah. meet Eddie. Eddie is getting a divorce. He has mm-hmm. to, or he had a divorce. He's moving in with his mom and dad. His dad seems to fucking hate him. Yes. And he moves into his childhood bedroom. We end Which, up learning- This was a point that Sky brought up of the bedroom being kept exactly as it was when he was a kid. Mm-hmm. And he's like, that? just seems weird that just seemed weird to him i like this i will take it because maybe this was a room or maybe this wasn't even his room because he goes in there we find out that eddie has a dead brother and eddie's dead brother so that's what i'm kind of thinking so maybe eddie's room doesn't exist in their house anymore so he's staying in his brother's old bedroom okay and it's like a death shrine don't touch it kind of deal yeah that makes sense Mm-hmm. Yeah, because yeah, because I know personally when I go home, it's like, yeah, not even the same. It's like, oh, Ma's country barn just decided to take over. I like the throw pillows. Just a room filled with throw pillows. <laughs> yes, you just have to kind of nest in them. You know what? Don't hate it. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Think I'm, think I'm into it. <laughs> we find out. And it comes out in pieces, but we do find out that Eddie, um, his brother has died. We don't know. We don't initially know how, and we never Mm -hmm. fully know how, but Eddie has one of these puppet master puppets Mm -hmm. and it has, um, it has like a knife looking. Yeah. It's, it's also wearing a, it's the, well, it's the puppet that you see on the front cover of this movie. It's kind of has this kind of like an, alien skull thing yeah wearing a black hat and long white hair 
Mm-hmm. And it has a knife in one hand and it has a, uh, a curved hook in the other hand. And it does, mm-hmm. it does cut Eddie. And he's like, what the fuck? Yeah, because when he first picks it up, the weapons aren't deployed, but then they just pop out as he's looking at this thing. And I'm like, that's when you just lock the thing away in something that it cannot get out of and be done with it. Yeah. So it turns out, well, I guess we can, it turns out that these puppets were created and owned by Udo Kier, the guy that we meet in the beginning of the movie. Mm-hmm. Eddie has no interest in hanging out with his parents and he's just fucking sitting in his car at one point. Or no, I think, is this when they go to the comic book store? Maybe, because he works at a comic book store. I think he owns it too, maybe. Yes, yes, because he, yeah. He works at, owns the comic book store along with his friend whose name escapes me. Merkowitz? Merkowitz. Yeah, Merkowitz. We'll call him Merkowitz. And... It turns out he has also written some comic books as well and done some books and was like Lady Electric or Lady something. Yeah, something like that. And he came up with this comic book character who turns out was his ex-wife. And this is why he hasn't been writing anything because he's obviously divorced and sad like all men Mm -hmm. should be after a divorce. I thought you were just going to end that with like all men should be. And I went to... Do we need to stop the recording for a bit? <laughs> okay, we're, we're fine. We're good. We're, we're not there yet. <laughs> so he, through, uh, through his computer, we see that these puppets are a big deal, that they initially belonged to Udo Kier, and that there is a 30th anniversary of the Toulon Toulon murders that Mm -hmm. happened so we don't really know much about it but it's like okay there's this auction going on he's like really Mm -hmm. invested into it um yeah because these puppets are big collector items so a bunch of people who have these puppets are going to be going to the town in Texas for this convention yeah, and, and getting rid of these puppets. So this is when he goes back home. He's sitting in his car. He doesn't want to get out. He meets the neighbor girl. Her name is Ashley, and she is blonde. And she's walking <laughs> a cat. So it's kind of me. Yes. Kind of where I'm at in my life. <laughs> they meet up. They obviously form a really quick connection. Uh, they end mm-hmm. up dating. So there's kind of a, a time jump. We go back to the comic book store. He's making it, and Eddie's making it known, like, hey, I'm going to go to Plathville, Texas. I'm going to go somewhere else in Texas. He's in Austin, I think. He's going to mm-hmm. go somewhere else in Texas and go to this auction. And the girlfriend's like, oh, are you? And he's like, do you want to come? She's like, absolutely. And then his friend's like, <laughs> and he's like, do you need something? So, <laughs> and he's like, Jesus Christ, do you want to come? <laughs> So, and the friend ends up coming. Yes. So all three of them are going to go down uh, or up. Texas is big. It's a really damn big state. Texas is big. Yeah. Oh, it's so hot. But the Tex-Mex is so good. Oh, fuck. I want Tex-Mex now. Oh. Queso. Yes. It's queso. Oh. Well, hopefully... Someone out there is eating queso as we talk into your ears while you eat the queso. (laughs) (laughs) That was painful to listen to. 
It was painful to say. <laughs> was it though? <laughs> so they make it, well, we're going to say down. They make it down to where they need to go. They get mm-hmm. changed to their rooms because the, the hotel's in close proximity to this mansion. So they're going to do a tour of the, the Toulon mansion. So mm-hmm. we find out that for some reason, the cops After ended Eddie up- and the girlfriend get it on first thing getting in the room. Oh, yeah. They have sex. You don't see unsheathed boobs, but you do see boobs in bra. Really? Because I thought you do see her boobs at some point. Oh, that's right. Okay. There is a really not fantastic cut where she's wearing her bra and then all of a sudden she's like topless on the bed with him. Right. Because you get a whole lot of side boob. That's true. Boob count. Ah, 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 ah. One, the boob. <laughs> they, they go, now they're going to go on this tour. So you find out that Udo here was, he lived in France. The occupation was happening. So he's like, you know where I'm going to go? Germany. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He was a puppet was maker. Yeah, he was a puppet maker. Then I guess the war was over. He moves over to the United States. His mm-hmm. wife jumps off the boat. Uh-huh. on the way there and then he moves to texas where he provides or he gets money well he had this mansion built it was a whole thing he had a mansion built he's got all this money he makes puppets he mails them all across the world mm-hmm. and they're all they're all nazi puppets so you've oh, got yeah, like, i guess they are aren't they there's, there's the kaiser there's the scientist there's yeah like yeah. tanks and yeah not they're not happy children puppets. These no, are this is not fucking Sesame Street. People. They're like, okay, the cops go in 30 years ago. They find that he had four women locked up in a soundproof room. It's pretty horrific. Like, just like the conditions yeah. that they mentioned are pretty like, horrific. Doing terrible experiments of, oh, note the hole cut in the middle of the mattress that goes to the drain in the floor underneath and yeah yeah pretty gross stuff and he was somewhere in the house he lifts his hand up with a gun the cops shoot him down and he is dead in, in happens to be there. yeah and he happens to be buried in the mausoleum the creepy stone mausoleum that is behind the house which has all these weird looking like, like spikes of basically lightning rods all over it and Eddie speaks up. He's like, huh, that's weird. And the cop who showed them through the mansion, it turns out she was actually one of the cops who was there that original night and was one of the cops who shot the dude originally. And she's like, oh, yeah, that does look weird. Moving on. Continuing. Fun fact, that cop is Barbara Crampton. And you guys may know her from being in things like Reanimator. She's been in another H.P. Lovecraft movie. Uh, She's pretty fantastic. She is a badass. Yeah, she is. I was rooting for her to live. She got pretty far. She she did. And then she got to, like, have a really great death scene. Yeah. Go for her. No, no, the death scenes in this thing in general were pretty pretty top-notch. So they get get back. (laughs) I won't say that go. Oh, God, I don't know how this goes next. It's fine. My brain died for just a second. No, so... (laughs) Like Steve said, Kyle, hold your hands up. Make sure they're not doing boom. <laughs> I have experience with this. We're in good hands. 
At least you're an expert, I guess. Oh, fuck. So Eddie and his girlfriend, Ashley, they go back to the hotel room. They're going to have sex again because they're like, we're a hot new couple and we like fucking. She's got her top off. They're ready to do it. And he's like, where's my puppet? And she's like, oh, for fuck's sake. (laughs) She didn't say that, but you know she was thinking that. Really? Unless you're talking about the puppet being what you're going to put on in your pants before you put it in me, then yeah. Or unless that's what he calls his penis. (laughs) Oh, boy. Hi there, buddy. God, if anybody ever does that, anyone, you turn around and you say, no, thank you. Why would you be turning around? (laughs) To To leave. To leave. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't say turn around and bend over. Just turn around and walk away. And again, unless that is something you are into. (laughs) (laughs) This happens. Not the weird sex, but the puppet's missing. Yes. The puppet is missing, and now we get a montage of murder. Was was Merkowitz down in the hotel bar first? Not yet. Oh, okay. We get a murder montage first. And I oh, okay, think... good. You gotta, you gotta work up a thirst first. Yeah. So uh, we get this first. murder montage, and we see a couple different, quite a quite a few different murders honestly so the first one up is this jewish couple so everybody that we're seeing is there to sell their puppets so we see a jewish couple same thing he goes into the hotel room he's like where's the fucking puppet and his wife's like i don't know but i'm kind of glad it's missing because we went on that tour and it just feels disgusting that we own one of these so he's freaking out he finds it it's underneath the bed well they happen to have Mm -hmm. one of the puppets that has fire yeah it's like this tank robot thing that has flamethrowers for hands yeah it's elon musk (laughs) and so elon musk uh poor child oh god you know what we poor child i mean not poor in a monetary sense because fuck them eat the rich in every other way money is not going to be able to fill whatever damage the two of them do no it will not Anyway, Elon Musk puppet. <laughs> Elon Musk puppet proceeds to uh, flame torch husband and wife. Mm-hmm. Yeah, first it like partially flames them in the face, so they're all really gross and disgusting and burnt. But then it continues to incinerate them. Yeah, to, and like, again, pretty pretty fantastic. I didn't look who did the special effects, but I mean, they were they were good. They were they were damn good special effects. Yeah, they were really good. Then we see the next couple. The next couple. We had seen them in the parking lot, and it honestly looked like she was wearing fancy lingerie out in the parking lot, and they were making oh, out. yeah. So now you see him in the hotel room, and it's kind of like this sexy yet sleazy-looking man. And this chick, oh my gosh, she has very <laughs> fake boobs. Yes, and it is glorious. They are out. Tits akimbo all over the place. Oh, and they are proud. Of those old businessman guido types like very real housewives husband very that yeah they're possibly they're having an affair kind of situation you know what i mean mm. he's fucking her up against the the hotel wall so we get to see a smashed boob oh yeah because they're like right in the window yeah so the camera like turns and we just see smashed fake titties up on the window and it's like you know that was a choice 
Yes. The director was like, you know what we need to see? <laughs> Smush titties. <laughs> Pancakes and pepperoni. <laughs> so we got to see we got to see that. So while they're having sex at the window, uh, I don't know which puppet was this. Do you remember? Oh, it wasn't it wasn't the flying puppet because the guy who dies while peeing had the flying puppet. Mm -hmm. Um well this one it had a a knife in its hand because it comes up behind the guy. Oh, and this is this is gross. It slices it hit this man's Achilles tendon. Oh yeah, that was a that was a and one of those things where you just pick your feet up off the floor because the I don't know why, but like for me, my wrists and my Achilles tendons, like don't touch them, don't do anything because it's like no, no, I fully understand. There's something about Achilles tendons that's just like Yeah. So he goes and falls backward and she's on top of him still, I believe, and going, What yeah. are you doing? And then the puppet just comes and crawls up along, ho, 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 and stabs her all a bunch in the tits and basically turns the both of them into dead pulp. Yeah, so now they're dead. So then we see the next guy who is watching soccer and he decides he needs to take a pee. Uh Uh-huh. So he goes into the bathroom. Now already this is gross because he's peeing into a poop-stained toilet. Yes. It's gross, right? And he's peeing. So now mm-hmm. we see the flying puppet. It has a little rotor on top of its puppet mm-hmm. head. Or, or aren't there, aren't there like rotors at the end of both of its hands, and that's how it uses to fly along? Oh, you might be. Yeah, that might be right. It uses these rotors, dear listeners, to go and slice through things, like this man's head, completely severing it from his body to fall in front of him into the poop toilet as his body, now decapitated, continues to pee on his face. And then his body falls, and you see the, ba- the bathroom is just covered in blood. Yeah. It is just covered in blood. Now, I think maybe before or after, it's not overly important, but now we have the cops involved because now the cops are called not because of these deaths, but because there is a missing puppet. Right. The police and officer is accusing calls of missing puppets that came in. We find out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's obviously a problem going on at this point, but then this is when we head down to the bar, we see Merkowitz. He's trying to like hit on this lady. She's like, Fuck you. No, thank you. We meet the Mm -hmm. bartender. He talks to himself uh, through the third person. His name is Cuddly Bear. I I love Cuddly Bear. He's He's, adorable. He's delightful. He's adorable. In in my mind, he survives. I I would like to think that as well. Yeah. He probably, you know, had a fight for it, but... Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just, you know, get a gill of blood or two as a transfusion and then he'll be fine yeah i'll I'll, listen i'm fully behind this story (laughs) and then murkovitz he also meets a waitress Mm -hmm. who is of questionably young age i personally thought oh no she's our age oh okay or i actually she she might be a little bit older than us she just looked young yeah she's She's an she acts, but I think she writes more than she acts. She, uh, she's like a comedy writer, I think. Hmm. 
I okay. can't remember her name. Hmm. It's something. But she's very much got that sort of nerdy manic pixie vibe going on. Yeah. So that's probably where I got the youth. Yeah, that's definitely going on. So that happens. Yeah. Well, I mean, okay. So we, we see that and we know that the cops are like, okay, obviously someone's stealing puppets and right back at it. We're back to seeing more murders. Yay. So this time we see, I guess he owns an art gallery. Maybe he's talking to his mom on Bluetooth. He's like, yeah, I'm not drinking anymore. Well, he's actively drinking from a bottle of wine. Yes. (laughs) And then he gets disemboweled. Uh-huh. Like, oh. full-on. Oh, yeah. Steaming bowels just plooped on out. It's it's gorgeous. Oh, and then we see the wife. She's calling to her spouse, and she's like, sweetheart, like, are you done in the bathroom? Da, da, da. She goes in, and her wife has, well, it looks like her wife. See, that's in something interesting. We don't see this woman die. Okay. In the bathtub. I'm trying oh right yeah we yeah. just see the gal laying in a pool of her own blood and there is a hole in the wall from where where one of the puppets had crashed through oh i didn't see that yeah oh. but yeah so which is interesting we don't see this kill we just see the result of it to up the horror ante yeah which makes me wonder if they had to cut it because it was too long or maybe it wasn't good enough you know Maybe? I don't know. Oh, and uh, Steve already talked about this one. We see the pregnancy yeah. death. Which was, oof. Because as soon as I saw it, and for several of these kills, you also see camera views of the view of the puppet mm. as it's going in for the kill. Yeah. And as soon as this puppet, like, hopped up on the bed and started scuttling in between this lady's legs, I went, oh, no. Oh. Oh, no. And, oh, dear. Yeah, this one, I can take a lot of stuff. And I know it's not real, obviously. Uh-huh. But it's a little gross. And so we, we do see the puppet start to walk away with the fetus, which makes it seem like they probably filmed more. Oh, no. You know what I mean? But probably. then they were like, this, it became NC-17, so they cut it. Yeah, and the thing that got me was after after the thing pops out of the woman's stomach, holding the fetus, she's screaming until she can't anymore, the thing just turns and looks up, like, directly into the camera as almost a challenge to the audience of, like, what? We went there. <laughs> yep. So something happens. Well, obviously, a lot of things happened. Yes. But the front desk guy, it doesn't matter who, but ends up finding out that there is a couple that is dead. And I think it's the mm-hmm. Jewish couple that we start off with. I think so too. Yeah. And then uh, Eddie's out in the hallway. He's freaking out. He sees that there's another hotel door room open. He looks in there. He's like, oh, we need the cops. They realize that there's mm-hmm. more dead people in there. And Eddie's insisting. He's like, these are hate crimes. We need to do something. These are hate crimes. And the cop's like, oh, what are you doing? My job, blah, 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 blah. He's being very copy. Yeah. So everybody is told that they need to go downstairs. 
in the interim, while everyone's going downstairs, we see the scene that Merkowitz and his lady love waitress, who looks maybe mm-hmm. 16, <laughs> is they're in the hotel room together. We think that he's going to die and his girlfriend, but they kind of get out of the room in the nick of time. So now they all head down. Yeah, they all head downstairs. But while this is happening, we see another... Did I not take that many notes? I didn't. You know, honestly, there's just a lot of death. Yeah, there, and it's a lot of great death, too. No, it truly it, is. It, well, it is. there's a scene, and I think it happens maybe right before we see Murkovitz head downstairs. There's this couple, right? So there's this British woman and this guy mm-hmm. with long hair. And the guy with long hair, one of the puppets comes down and attacks him throws him onto the ground however a puppet can do that and opens up his back it somehow yeah it somehow opens up his back nestles in there Uh uh-huh and is able to control the man's what would that be you're not that's not your nervous system but like yeah just basically uses the man's corpse as a bigger puppet as a bigger puppet if anybody watches rick and morty this is like this is like pickle rick (laughs) i know what that reference is guys i do not but you know what going on it's okay yeah so but yes this man becomes a giant puppet his wife his girlfriend whoever it is she's dead i don't think we really see too much of a kill with her she's just dead yeah i think because something like either her throat gets slashed or i don't know yeah something So they're down in the lobby of the hotel room. Cops trying to talk to him. He's like, nobody's getting out of here. We're all staying here. Something's going on. Blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. The lights flicker. Everybody freaks out. Cop tries to calm them down. They're like, oh, the backup generators are kicking. It'll be fine. Lights go out again. Everybody freaks out. They come back on. Goes up through the third time. Everybody freaks the fuck out. So half of the people mm-hmm. stay inside of the hotel. And half of the people decide to go out into the parking lot and get in their cars and get the fuck out of there, which is Mm -hmm. completely understandable. And yet a bad idea because the puppets, and they've realized at this point that there are a shit ton of puppets. They are like 60 some. Yeah, I I I think you're right because that's how many that they were assuming were going to be at the auction. Yeah. So like a lot of puppets. So we see some great parking lot carnage oh yeah of puppets crawling into cars blood everywhere yeah it's, we it's see like the stoners get killed yeah people are just freaking out they're getting attacked so people like cuddly bear are like hey i need to get back into this hotel this is a mm-hmm. shitty idea i gotta go there's a little kid <laughs> yes there there's is a little boy all of a sudden, there haven't been any children really in this entire movie. There's this little boy and he's like, Cuddly Bear's gotcha. So the <laughs> little boy is holding on to the back of Cuddly Bear's shirt. They yes. get in to the hotel, but we're not sure if the kid makes it. Cuddly Bear's because like, where's the, the kid? robot come flying towards Cuddly Bear. And we and turn the around. The child is gone, but his hands <laughs> are still firmly latched on to Cuddly Bear's shirt. (laughs) Rightfully so. He freaks the fuck out. (laughs) Instead of laughing at the humor of it, like us broken people. Oh, was really funny. (laughs) Oh, 
yeah. So is this the point where they go? Because first they say, okay, let's go into the bar because it'll be a little safer to make a game plan of attack from in there. So they gather the survivors that they have in the bar. They figure out, okay, how many of these puppet things are there around? They've got like a pamphlet to show the different Mm -hmm. ones that were supposed to be in the auction. And they're like, we need to figure out what makes these puppets go so we can kill them. So they come up with a plan to use Merkowitz Mm -hmm. as basically a decoy. So they get him to like go in a kitchen or something and light a menorah. And say a prayer. (laughs) Yeah. To attract, again, the Nazi puppets. And it works. It works, but it kills a cop and it busts Barbara Crampton in the face. Yes. Yeah. So they get a puppet. I mean, they crack it open and it's, they mm-hmm. see that it's glowing purple, but they don't really go anywhere with that. Right. Then they're back in the bar. The man who is now a giant man puppet has a gun. He ends up shooting a couple of people. He gets thrown down, and then we see the we see the puppet get pulled out of this man. It is mm-hmm. a one of those crawling baby dolls that has <laughs> a Hitler mustache. <laughs> everybody, oh, well, at this point, everybody kind of runs off. They're all going to go to a different hotel. Like they're all going to go to separate hotel rooms, mm-hmm. and, and basically hunker down there until reinforcements can arrive. Yeah, because and... it's supposed to take quite some time for reinforcements to come in and, and help everybody. Right. So we end up seeing Eddie Merkowitz, girlfriend Ashley, and the waitress without a name. (laughs) Waitress without a name. Waitress without a name. They try to help somebody. They couldn't help somebody because she was fucking dead. Um, Merkowitz ends up getting stabbed in the neck. He Mm -hmm. dies. So the three of them decide we need to get out of this hotel. We need to get out in any Mm -hmm. manner. So they look out the window and they see that there is a uh, dumpster beneath them. Yes. Mm-hmm. So they're going to jump into this dumpster. First off, good for you. Second, when I see people fall into dumpsters, because you see this in movies all the time, right? You see people oh, yeah. jump into dumpsters. You mm-hmm. know where my mind goes? Glass. Oh, yeah. You're going to fall into that. There's going to be a piece of glass. That just uh-huh. is shoved right up your anus. Probably. Possibly you Neptune as well. <laughs> <laughs> just like glass and dirty diapers. And like wood or hard oh, plastic. Rusty nails. Or yeah, there could wires. Like chicken wire. There could be so many things. Inside a dumpster that you do not want to jump into. That, yeah, and it always just seems like a bad idea. So I forget, does, does Ashley go first or does Eddie go first? I don't think it matters. <laughs> no, what, what matters is waitress without a name, however. <laughs> They're encouraging her. They're like, come on, you can do it. Hurry, jump. <laughs> so she jumps and hits the edge of the dumpster and dies. Oh, yeah. <laughs> She, she directly goes, edge of dumpster, pavement, very dead. <laughs> and they're just, they're just. <laughs> the most really, satisfying 
splats though <laughs> because like <laughs> you and me we're in that situation okay we're desperate enough we we whined we complained we jumped out we jumped into the dumpster okay we made it out we're uh-huh. disgusting i have a piece yeah. of glass in my titty you <laughs> have one in your earlobe we're both just like disgusted with each other and we're encouraging (laughs) our our third friend non-friend to jump down we see them tragically die we look at each other in horror and then we just leave yes (laughs) because at that point that's all you can do yeah what what can you do it's not like you can yeah there's nothing to be done except go, well, that's adding that to the therapy bucket and just moving right along there. Yeah, because right away they then move right on along to a pickup truck that has another dead man in it. Yes. There's a puppet too. Eddie kills the puppet, throws the dead guy on the ground, apologizes to him, appropriate. Mm-hmm. Uh, the keys are in there. So Eddie has a plan. So him and Ashley are in the truck. They head to the museum. They're at the museum and they see that, or the museum, the Toulon mansion. They Mm -hmm. see that the mausoleum in the back is just like prickling with all of this like purple lightning. Mm -hmm. And uh, during this time, Ashley and Eddie have confessed love for one another. They're so in love. It's so cute. And it's beautiful. Meanwhile, back at the hotel, people are continuing to die in horrible ways. Like, blonde cop from earlier, she ends up dying in a bathroom, has a great death scene. Yeah. You see a puppet is coming after Cuddly Bear. Mm. A puppet has cornered the main cop and the hotel concierge in a Mm -hmm. room. And you're never entirely sure if the hotel concierge is gay, but you're figuring pretty much so. And that's why the puppet's coming after him. Oh, well, that's another thing, too. We didn't necessarily mention it, but the puppets are going after people that Nazis would have gone after yes. during World War II. Mm-hmm. So the Jews, the gays, people of non-Aryan descent. Basically everyone. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it's like, and I'd be dead, and you'd be dead, and we'd be dead, and they'd be dead. Yeah, so it's just, the puppets are fucking killing everybody. Mm-hmm. So now we're back to Eddie and Ashley, and Eddie's like, okay, put your seatbelt on, you gotta trust me. So Eddie uh, slams the truck into the wall of the mausoleum. Mm-hmm. And now we see, I guess this is Udo Kier. This is the the guy from the beginning of the movie, right? Yeah, the guy, yeah, the guy from the beginning of the movie who had been shot all those times and supposedly killed. But but now he's he's not a skeleton. No, he's a he's a puppet. He's a fleshy puppet. Yeah, he somehow was able to fuse himself into a, this puppet thing. Well, and that's another thing, too, because he has, like, this whole contraption on him, right? Yeah. So he has, like, wires, this whole contraption. So first off... It's kind of like Palpatine at the end of... Oh, the latest Star Wars? Yeah, the, that I'm not even able to think of the name right now. because wow, the, fucking no. You know, I'm going to agree with you on this one. Because it was, it was just, 
I had so many hopes for it and they were pretty much all dashed. You got to see Kylo Ren and what's her face kiss though. But that was such a toxic relationship for it to end like that. It's like, come on. Yeah. Oh, well. Well, that's a whole other conversation on our Star Wars podcast that we'll get into. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm kidding. You, Steve would have to put a gun to my head, and he can't right <laughs> now, so. <laughs> One day. It'll happen, just not right this second. But so, yeah, dude's got contraptions. Yeah, he's got contraptions. So it's like, first off, who did this? He didn't do it. Maybe it was the puppets. <gasps> oh my God, you know what? You're probably right. <laughs> like, he had enough breath in his dying body to be like, my children, you know save what? me. Okay, never mind. You were probably 100% right on this. It was probably the puppets. Woohoo! So, the puppet tries to choke Ashley to death, but Eddie, like, hits him over the head with a metal pipe or something. He found a board mm-hmm. game of Clue and was able to grab a contraption and hit him. In the conservatory. So the puppet turns back around and he goes back into the mausoleum. And uh-huh. for whatever fucking reason, Eddie and Ashley think they're comfortable and everything is okay. Udo yeah. Cure Puppet comes back out with his Luger? Is that what it's called? Sure. It's a German gun. Yeah, it's a it's a thing. I don't I don't know weapons that well. I don't guns. I don't guns. No, and, do uh, I. the one person in my family who doesn't, for fuck's sake, be take pride in that. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Nice breath out. You got to take pride <laughs> in what you can. <sighs> that wasn't a nice breath out, but it was a breath out. We will take it. <laughs> we will take it. It's 2020. We take what we can these days. Oh. Are you drinking, listeners? You, you should. So the puppet, the meat puppet, proceeds to shoot Ashley in the fucking head. Her brains go splattering all over the goddamn truck. It's... It's a, it's a good splatter. It's a it very good splatter. Good splatter. Like a and good then, noise. Yeah. So Eddie is obviously quite bereft. Yes. And like, no, my happiness has just been ripped from me right in front of my eyes as the Udo puppet goes running off into the woods. Yeah. Which, again, when I went down to Texas, I was surprised there was a lot more greenery in it than I thought there would be. Like, in general. I well, I guess I take that back. San An- the city of San Antonio itself had a lot of like pine pine trees, um, palm trees. Okay. And other yeah, things, I think. Lots of, yeah. Well, there's, I, so I suppose there are forests in Texas. Oh, da- I mean, because there, well, again, Texas is so big. It has a lot of. True. Different. Um, you know what I'm talking about. Yes. Yeah. There we go. Ecosystems. Yeah. Habitat. I didn't do well in any of my classes. but that's it the udo meat puppet goes off into the woods and then Mm -hmm. all of a sudden uh we see a comic book panel eddie has been able to write comics again and he's Mm -hmm. in his comic book store very kind of morosely signing his comic books 
Mm-hmm. And there's this pimply teen being like, oh, wow, this is like really good. It was kind of sad. Like, are you going to make any more comics? And he's like, yeah, I think I am. I don't think this story is over yet. And then we see a big to be continued. Yes. And that's it. Uh, that's it, guys. So check it out. I, I really did it's, enjoy it's, this it's one. It's quite good. It, yeah. really, it really is. It gives you the gore. It gives you storyline that supports it. It gives you likable characters. It, I, it's got everything. Yeah, it got boobs. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I did put down every time I saw boobs. I didn't say it. There's boobs, though. <laughs> Look oh, out for your like boobs. That, it's like that really just tasteful Seth What's-His-Bucket from Family Guy when he did a song when he was hosting the Oscars. Seth MacFarlane. Oh, okay. And he's just like, hey, it's the Oscars. It's the biggest night of the... And he's just like, oh, we saw your boobs. We saw your boobs. <laughs> it's like, really? That's the, that's the best you could come up with? This is why we have to deal with Billy Crystal now. <sighs> it's fine. We won't get Oscars next year. <laughs> oh, no. Because what would get them? Trolls. Trolls 2. World <laughs> Tour. <laughs> oh. Yeah. So while you think on that sadness, make sure you're watching something that makes you happy. And if that's a horror movie that does really horrific things to people that don't deserve it, you should check this one out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and I think that's it. Steve, do you have anything else you want to say? Mm-hmm. No. Yeah, kind of <laughs> short it, and it. sweet and to the point tonight. Guys, yeah. make sure to check us out on Instagram. We are trauma underscore and underscore trash. Woo. Or just whatever. Find, you can fucking find us. One of these uh, make sure get on the gram and I'm going to give it a follow. Yeah, yeah. Give us That's a follow. Point. We post stuff. By we, I mean me. Yes. <laughs> Make sure you tell your friends, tell your family, tell that weird coworker who you're pretty sure is masturbating next to, to you in your cubicle. Or oh, since God. you're working at home, it's probably your partner who's masturbating next to you who probably doesn't have a job right now. So That happens, though. Like, what? There were pe- like, there were people in our office, not when I was there, but people literally tried to get away with having sex in the cubicles. Oh my God. This is reason like 1,522 why I don't have an office job. <laughs> and on that, we should probably wrap this up. <laughs> Just like that man hopefully did. Okay, guys. Again, make sure to check us out on Instagram. Tell people about us. We would really like if you give us a review on Apple that way, uh, more weirdos like us, like you, can hear about what the fuck we're doing. <laughs> yes. All right, guys. While you're out there, just remember that trash is always a little better with friends. <laughs> All right, guys. We're fucking out of here. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Cue the music. <laughs>